We are extremely delighted to come your way again this Saturday morning with your favorite radio talk show, the Nasco Moments Radio Show. Do you know where your children are at this moment? Now, apart from being a basic need of life, housing is a right of every citizen. It is one of the three necessities of life. In fact, Article 25, Subsection 1 of the Universal Declaration on Human Rights, to which Nigeria is a signatory, clearly states, among others, that everyone has the right to a standard of living adequate for the health and well-being of himself and his family, including food, clothing, housing, medical care, and necessary social services. Sadly, here in Nigeria, the majority of citizens are denied this right to standard housing, with some living under bridges or sleeping in cars or other abandoned public buildings because they have no place to lay their heads. Although successive governments have always made promises to solve the nation's housing problem, no visible success has been recorded in this regard. Even in instances where government has constructed houses, the beneficiaries are usually the affluent and not the masses, who are more than any other group hard hit by the problem of housing. Statistics on housing show that Nigeria, with an estimated population of 190 million people, has a housing deficit of 17 million units. According to the figures, about 108 million Nigerians are estimated to be homeless based on an average family of six people per housing unit. This, no doubt, is very staggering. How did Nigeria find itself in this huge problem? Does the country have any housing policy? How can Nigerians own houses at low cost? Are there institutions that are charged with housing delivery in the country? What is the way out of the current housing deficit? Joining us on Nasco Moments radio show this morning to answer these and other questions is Barrister Akin Omowari, who is currently the Senior Policy Advisor, Nigeria Competitiveness Project of Sedin GIZ. He is a lawyer and development expert with over 10 years of experience in policy analysis, advocacy and reforms. His key areas of interest include sustainable economic development, business enabling environment reforms, investment facilitation, gender mainstreaming and youth development. He is here to discuss Nigeria's housing challenge, the issues and solutions. My name is Hudun Gang. Thank you for staying tuned. Away with Nasco biscuits today. Nasco cream biscuits. Nasco shortcake biscuits. Nasco cream crackers. Nasco biscuits. Cream of biscuits. Barista Aki Omoare, thank you very much for being on the Nasco Moment Show today. Thank you very much for having me. So let's. Can you update the listener on the current position of housing in Nigeria? Um, I think the best place to start from is to actually mention that um, one of the key major challenges we have is that um, we also don't have accurate data. Uh, just like, I mean, from your intro, you said um, Nigeria is a population of estimated of about 190 million people. Um, we also don't know how, much, how many we are in the country. The same way we don't know uh, what are the challenges, what is the deficit, and um, how much do we need in terms of uh, uh, 
of housing units. But of course, if we go by the statistic which you also read out, um, we will say we have about at least uh, probably about 17 million uh, housing deficit, which um, is huge. Um, looking at you know country uh, and looking at the fact that um, it's a population of about 190, and if you look at it in terms of um, six persons per unit of a housing, we're talking about probably close to about 102 million people actually uh, not having uh, a place to live, which is of course more than half of the population. That is really huge. But like I said, um, the statistic is not something that is cast on stone. Uh, we estimate, but of course, we know uh, without statistics that the housing challenge is huge, especially in the urban areas. Uh, you go to Abuja, go to Lagos, uh, even in Jones, uh, the housing uh, challenges is huge. It's not just about those who cannot afford a house of their own, uh, those who uh, are paying more than they should pay for housing. For instance, statistics that you should pay about probably 20% uh, of your disposable income on housing per annum. But of course, we know people are paying as much as 50% of their disposable income on housing, leaving nothing you know, for them to be able to take care of other things. When people want to pay for their house rent in Nigeria, it's like a huge project because of course, it takes a lot of chunk of their, of their income. So um, it's not just about owning it, it's about whether even they're not owning it, if you want to rent it, how affordable it is, which is a challenge. And more importantly, because also uh, the quality of those houses as well uh, is an issue. We have a lot of slums developing uh, in several places, even in just here. Uh, we have a lot of slums, uh, places without access to water, access to electricity, uh, basics, uh, uh, things that should come with a house, for instance, uh, place it, you know, uh, uh, I mean, toilets. I mean, we have houses without toilets. So there are still a lot of number of issues beyond just owning a house. I think it's a huge problem. Okay, why has the nation found itself in this uh, problem, this housing deficit that it is experiencing? I mean, you, you have a deficit because um, what you need, you have less than what you need. So, um, across the world, people have deficits, but what they do is that they plan to be able to accommodate and, and take care of the deficit. So, uh, over time, we have not been able to meet up with the average housing unit that we need per year, and that means that. Um, of a population growing about let's say four percent or thereabouts annually uh, how many houses are we building annually to be able to take care of the growth in population but more importantly uh, because of the you know in recent time there have been a huge uh, movement from the rural area to the urban area uh, everybody now wants to live in the city so that also means that there is a lot of pressure on houses in the cities whereas we have probably not as much pressure on houses in the village. But of course, they also have another issue. Uh, the houses in the villages have usually challenges of you know, uh, quality, um, no quality infrastructures, no quality, you know, even in the buildings. But of course, the houses in the urban centers have the challenges of quantity, but we don't have enough because many people are moving uh, into the urban center. So uh, we are in a deficit because we've not been able to bridge what we need annual basis and to be able to cope with the growth of the population. Okay, can you briefly tell us the specialized institutions or agencies that are engaged in housing delivery in Nigeria? Um, I wouldn't know whether they are specialized or not, but of course we have a number of institutions. Uh, first, um, we have the Ministry of Housing, uh, which at the moment um, some of us think is actually squeezed under the Ministry of um, you know, Power, uh, Works and Housing. And of course, we have the Federal Housing Authority as well, which also play a very key role. And then, of course, we have those that I can call a bit more specialized. Uh, for instance, the, the Federal um, Mortgage Bank of Nigeria. And of course, we have also the Niger uh, National um, uh, Mortgage Refinance uh, Company, 
which also play a very key role in trying to bridge the finance gap for housing. And of course, at the state level, we have the various agencies as well. We have the State Ministry of Housing, and of course, we also have some housing commissions. Some state have different kind of um, different kind of uh, agencies for housing. But beyond that, uh, a lot of other stakeholders also play a role. Uh, private sector stakeholders play a role in the housing sector, and also we have a lot of financial institutions that play a role. Even regulatory agencies, for instance, Standard Organization of Nigeria, also play a role in housing. Uh, they look at the issue of quality of materials and the like. So we have a number of uh, agencies, institutions, and private sector uh, stakeholders that play a very key role in housing. Okay then. Uh, join us again right after the break. Uh, we're not done yet. This is the Nasco Moment Show on radio. Nasco Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm. Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. Nasco Cube Sugar, another quality product from Nasco. Welcome back to the Nasco Moment Show. Our guest today is Barrister Aking Omoari. He is currently the Senior Policy Advisor, Nigeria Competitiveness Project of Sedin GIZ, a lawyer and development expert. Today we're talking about Nigeria's housing challenge, the issues and solutions. Now, you've mentioned some of the challenges facing uh, the housing uh, delivery industry in Nigeria. Uh, have we missed some? What more are there? Um, I mean, in terms of challenges, there are quite a number of challenges. Uh, I've talked about the issue of um, the movement from the rural area to urban area, which is very huge. Of course, creating a gap in the housing, uh, um, uh, uh, in the needs of, of people, because of course, like you mentioned in your intro, basic needs of human beings, we talk about food, clothing and of course shelter housing is very important for everyone and uh, for the survival of the human being so when people move from one location to the other of course the policies the housing should be able to respond to those kind of movements so that is a major challenge and of course beyond that the high cost of housing itself is a challenge like i mentioned to you that um, for instance statistics has that average person in nigeria especially the low earners can probably afford a house of like probably two million naira. But of course, an average three-bedroom, you know, bungalow in Nigeria probably costs about eight million or thereabouts. So, how do these people afford it? So, majority of people cannot afford, you know, what they have. But beyond even the affordability of buying a house or owning a house, also the issue of other countries too. People don't readily have the money to buy the house, but there's a plan in place, a program in place for them to be able to get access to loan, uh, loan facilities for them to buy houses. But in Nigeria, uh, the aspect of finance is still a huge challenge. Um, generally, it is uh, said that um, in, in most advanced countries, the ratio of housing finance to the GDP is about above 50%. Uh, the closest we have in Africa is about South Africa, which has about 31%. Uh, Ghana has about 2%, but Nigeria has about 0.5% of uh, the ratio of housing finance to the GDP of the country, which is very, very, very low. So that means that there is still not enough finance for people to be able to 
get loan to buy houses for them to be able to own their own house or even live in a decent house so that is a challenge and of course the challenge of um materials uh this high cost of materials is a challenge um, there are a number of uh programs that try to see how they can you know encourage the use of locally made uh, materials but of course we also know uh, that the issue of cultural uh, acceptability in nigeria people don't want to for instance build with uh, mud you know because they believe oh if you build with a mud or you live in a mud house it's considered as oh uh, you are so poor uh, but people want to you know use bricks and so there's still also issue of you know cultural issues and the like so there are quite a number of challenges which i think um uh, the policies are trying to address but of course uh, to what extent has this policy been to address this uh, these challenges is also something else. okay so our perception also matters in of all of this you've talked about does. financing so what about the federal mortgage uh, bank of nigeria to what extent have they been able to contribute to the provision of housing in nigeria and other institutions as well um not not much um if what I said earlier that um, the ratio of um, housing finance in Nigeria is still quite low. I mean, less than one percent. That is really very low to, to our GDP. So it's really very low. Um, and I think the challenge has always been that, of course, uh, one, we have the uh, federal uh, or national housing fund, which of course um, the the condition for assessing is very um, stringent, and of course not a number of people to afford it. And even the pool, what is in a pool, is not much, so uh, it's not everybody that can assess it. Um, that's that's one part. On the other part, we have, for instance, the NMRC, uh, which tries to work with uh, financial institutions, uh, uh, other mortgage institutions, to be able to create at least a pool of funding. For housing, uh, but of course, the 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 average the um, uh, uh, interest rate is also very high. It's about they give it to the to the banks about sixteen percent, and of course, before the bank uh, disposes, we're talking about probably 20 19 percent or thereabout, which is uh, a bit higher than what we get from the uh, federal mortgage, uh, um, mortgage bank, which is about six percent. So, federal mortgage bank does not have enough. NMRC, which is trying to provide NMRC the, stands the, for the National uh, Mortgage Refinance Company, which is basically uh, a private-public partnership between various agencies, central bank, uh, federal minister of finance, trying to see that um, there is a company who goes to uh, the the, the um, what's it called, uh, the market uh, to be able to source for funds create a pool, go to other even international uh, uh, financing agencies, get money from them and then loan this money to the banks or finance the loans that the banks are giving out, the ordinary banks now, the commercial banks and also uh, the mortgage banks to be able to give it to people. They don't give directly to people but they fund the banks so that the banks can have enough to be able to you know, lend to those who need um, uh, money for the housing. But of course, like I said, uh, it's a bit higher than the regular interest rate that the Federal Mortgage Bank charge, and so that means also that a number of people are not able to assess this. And for them, also, you need uh, to be able to pay some level of equity, some require about 30% um, uh, equity for you to be able to for the, the amount of, of, of loan that you need, uh, which also means that a number of Nigerians are not able to assess this. So, um, so far, I wouldn't say we are where we need to be, but of course, there is there are steps. Uh, uh, to be able to ensure that we bridge the gap between what people need and what uh, the financial institutions can provide. And of course, the tenor of those loans are also issues. Um, the Federal Mortgage Bank provides um, a, a huge or a bigger tenor, which means, of course, you have uh, a loan that you can pay depending on your age. And of course, you can look at the weather probably 20 years, 30 years, uh, as much as possible. But of course, for some of the banks, except 
Uh, in some very few instances, the banks cannot get, give you a loan that will probably last one or two years. But it's a housing loan, which they have very little to give. And that's why we have the NMRS to be able to provide them with more so that they have a bigger pool to be able to lend to people. But we have not gotten to where we need to be. What advice would you give to the listener who wants to own a house? Wow. Um, I think uh, for, for me, um, I mean, the, the systems are there. Some institutions are there which can help. Um, I've had people who said they've been contributing to the uh, National Housing Fund and they've not been able to assess it just because, like I said, uh, the, the, what is in the pool is not as much as we love, love to have. So, um, and also we have uh, the application process for instance, it doesn't take I mean, it takes between a period of like six months, like two years for people to be able to assess it, which is a long process. And uh, more so, the National Housing Fund will not give more than 15 million naira for to any individual. So that also means that um, uh, it's, it's what they can give is a bit, if you live in a place like Abuja, for instance, and need to get a house, you know, a three bedroom in Abuja will probably not go, go as low as 15 million. So, for those who even can afford it or for those who can get it, what they can also give is, is limited. So those are some of, the, some of the challenges. But for me, I think the advice would be that um, people uh, must start looking at, uh, somebody told me that uh, to build a house, you don't uh, need a whole lot of money. What you need is to be able to plan to build a house, especially if you want to build it on yourself uh, with, with your own money, you need to plan ahead to see that you build it instrumentally. Uh, it's difficult in Nigeria today for people to buy a house just like people do in other climes because, of course, the cost is high. But of course, over time, people can plan for it and they're able to get a land first. And then, of course, instrumentally, uh, people can see how they can do a kind of uh, incremental building where you probably build a one room first, but you have a plan for three bedroom flat, for instance, you build a one room and over time, once you are living there, you keep increasing. Before you know it, you have your two bedroom. Before you know it, you know you develop into three bedroom and develop into what you have. I think incremental building is something I think uh, people can look into to be able to be, uh, own a house of their own. But of course, access to land is also something that is very key. When you have a land, then you can plan how you build over time. Okay, it's the Nasco Moments Radio Talk Show. Thank you for joining us. We'll be right back. A promise kept. the taste of nasco cream crackers each bite is crispy and so much fun it's excitingly cool and a delight any day nasco cream crackers is the ideal snack at home and office nasco cream crackers is best served with tea coffee and cheese nasco cream crackers Nasco Cream Crackers, a promise kept. It's crunchy and tasty. Nasco Cream Crackers. Nasco Cream Crackers. Nasco Cream Crackers, another quality product from Nasco. Thank you for staying tuned. This is Nasco Moment Show on radio. Our guest has been Barrister Aking Omoari, the Senior Policy Advisor at Nigeria Competitiveness Project of Seddon GIZ. He has been sharing his thoughts on Nigeria's housing challenge, the issues and solutions now, what would you recommend as the roadmap to stepping up the provision of affordable housing for Nigerians? Um, I think for me, um, I look at it in, in two ways. Our, our national, I mean, our housing policy must be able to address one on two bases. First, rural housing. Uh, the issue of, I mean, for instance, if I have, if there is 
good infrastructure from let's say there's a railway from here to Panshin for instance and I can get from Panshin to Joss in a space of 10-15 minutes or 20 minutes I wouldn't mind to stay in Panshin and there is light, there is water people will stay wherever they want to stay uh, but this urge of everybody wants to stay in town sometimes because of where you work you want to be close to where you work because uh, the roads are not so good uh, if you have to drive uh, it takes a number of minutes or hours for you to get to work but if you have an infrastructure in the villages uh, in the rural areas, I think a number of people will probably live in rural areas and then the pressure on housing in urban area will reduce. So the issue of infrastructure, the issue of, um, especially in the rural area, the issue of quality of housing in the rural area has to be addressed as part of looking forward to this. But more importantly, in the urban area, um, I mean, the, the last uh, review of the policy that was, national housing policy that was done, uh, it was estimated that we need at least about 1 million housing units every year but how much are we doing in every year so it's beyond rhetoric so if you have policies in place i think most groups also keep to implementing these policies uh, i do not think that the role of government is to build houses but i think government should provide the enabling environment the right policies the right framework and of course the right infrastructure for people for the private sector to be able to come in and for individuals to be able to come in to build their house so if you have the right uh, uh, framework in place i think people will be able to uh, uh, take care of what they need in terms of housing but without the right policies but also like i said we should not look only at the issue of owning a house but what about the issue of even renting a house uh, some government have tried in the past to set up like rent control for instance uh, to ensure that people uh, don't especially landlords don't charge arbitrarily that people uh, are charged at a very reasonable price but of course that has also not worked so much uh, because of course we know um, we want to okay whether we should allow free market or whether we should regulate the housing so it's also a business for the landlord so we are caught in between those two and i think we should also look at that in other claims as well people spend as much as i mean they, they pay on monthly basis and you pay is like a post payment you live in a house when you have lived they give you a bill for the last month you pay for last month but in nigeria if you need to rent a house you need probably a one year in the minimum to pay uh, some landlord even demand for two years and you have to pay in advance so uh, these are some of the challenges i think government can try to address one on the side of people owning their house but also on the side of people renting their houses i think if i look at all this holistically we'll be able to uh, bridge the gap in the housing sector what lessons can nigeria draw from countries that have succeeded in providing housing for their people um i think a lot a lot uh, first we have to increase uh, the aspect of funding which is what i think uh, other claims are very good at once you start working people can immediately get loan to be able to buy houses to be able to buy their cars and of course they pay over time but in nigeria that is still very difficult uh the the, the interest rate is also still very high so that also creates a challenge uh, in terms of being able to lend and being able to pay within a reasonable time. When the interest rate is high, it discourages people from being able to actually get, get the loan. So I think we can learn from that. But more importantly, the issue of infrastructure. Everybody does not need to live in the city. You can work in the city but live in the suburb. If the infrastructure are there in the suburb, and people can live comfortably there. People don't need to rush into the city. Uh, if I can live, for instance, I used to, I've already used the case of, of Plateau. Let's use the case of probably Abuja. If you can live in Kefi, because for instance, it's easier to get a house in Kefi or even Lafia than to get a house in anywhere close to Abuja. If I can live in maybe even Mina, for instance, if you have a, a, a rail, a very functional rail, the distance between Mina 
and Abuja, I shouldn't be more than 30 minutes. If I can get to work in 30 minutes' time, why do I need to live in Abuja? I can just leave my house, get to work, and then go back home in a reasonable time. But because those infrastructure are not there, people want to live very close to where they work. So if we put up infrastructure in place, I think to a large extent, the housing deficit or the housing challenges will be reduced. Okay, so it's doable. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. All right. I've been speaking this morning on Asko Moments radio show with Barrister Akin Omoare, Senior Policy Advisor at Nigeria Competitiveness Project of SEDIN GIZ. Uh, GIZ. He is a lawyer and development expert. It has been a pleasure talking to you this morning. Thank you very much, man. And to our listener, I hope that you have no doubt found the thoughts and views expressed on Nigeria's housing challenge, the issues and solutions quite riveting. You can join us or follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO Group or on Twitter using the handle at NASCO Group. Freely send your feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. The NASCO Moments trivia question is here. Ghana is located along which gulf? Again, the question is, Ghana is located along which gulf? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777. Write your name and location in the text. Last week's question was, what typewriter key was introduced by Remington in 1878, ending the need for two keys for each letter? The answer is the shift key. Our winners are Ajayi Abiodun from Abattoir and Joanne from Lamingo. Congratulations. You will be told how to claim your NASCO gift baskets. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO and it was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants. Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer, Harun Audu, Research and Content Development, George Palm, Surano Megadi and Harun Audu, Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu, Surano Megadi and Malau Silvanus. Thank you for being there. My name is Hudun Gyan. <music>